If you're an athlete, you know the greatest motivator of all is the fear of letting your teammates down. After all, a team is only as good as its weakest link. So you owe it to those wearing the same jersey as you to be your best every time you step on the field. That's why there's no vape in team. When you vape, you can expose your lungs to toxic chemicals that can damage your lungs. If you're a step behind, the team's a step behind. Brought to you by The Real Cost and the FDA. What is going on? Welcome to episode 137 of the Nintendo Powercast. I'm your host, N64 Josh, player two, Destinot. What's up, dude? Yo, yo, what's crack lacking y'all? <laughs> so much hype. <laughs> Mel, how you doing? I'm doing fine. <laughs> All right. Well, that music you just heard was from On Being Human. You can check them out on Spotify and YouTube. Remember, this is an unofficial Nintendo podcast. And if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash NPC. Check out something awesome like like Super Mario, How Nintendo Conquered America, or, uh, you know, Console Wars. The chair I'm sitting in is from OPSeat. If you go to n64josh.com slash OPSeat, there you'll automatically save $10 at checkout and... All the chairs and desks have free shipping right now. So n64josh.com slash OP seat. Let's get to the announcements. Hey, listen. All right. We do this show live at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time or close to it on twitch.tv slash n64josh. I want to say what's up to everybody. Damien Nash, Mr. Bungle, uh, Plumber, Pit Rate. Shellshock, Lumberjoke, Shoebrew, Nightcrawler, anybody that's just lurking. Guys, thank you for being here. We do appreciate it. I am still streaming like a crazy person starting at 4 a.m. every day, Monday through Friday. We've been streaming a lot of Smash Bros and having a lot of fun with it. So come hang out if you, you know, if you're up that early or if you're on the East Coast and it's not super early, it's 7 Come, come say hi. It's a good time. It's a good time. Of course, Fridays, we have our first look. This week, we're going to be checking out a fighting game called Skyscraper. Um, I was sent a code from the devs, and there's a chance, there's a chance we're going to get uh, the developer on the show here so we can get to know a little bit more about, uh, about this fighting game called Skyscraper. Uh, with that, let's get into our reviews and impressions. All right. Well... Mel, I'm going to let you kick this one off because you have been able to go hands on with Starlink. All I've been able to do is touch the toys so far. So and it's and it's <laughs> updating just because I had a busy afternoon, unfortunately. So so take it away. What are, what are your what are your initial thoughts? Oh, I spent about like an hour and a half with the games as well. So I'm still getting into like the setup of the game, but uh, trying to get this stupid toy together because you know I put it on backwards. You know this thing's made for like six year olds, and I, I set it up wrong. Like there was someone in the chat. It's like, oh, you can put the weapons on backwards, and sure enough, I had them on backwards. So if I actually launched a game with it, I would have been shooting stuff behind you. Like, I mean, <laughs> I'm sure in some situations that would have been okay. <laughs> But like the very beginning, where all the stuff's coming at you, yeah, I'm gonna guess no. So, um, <laughs> I actually played this uh, dot. Okay. Usually, I'm like the handheld person, but I wanted to see, you know, like the opening movie, whatever. 
And uh, I know me and Josh talked about this a while back, like even before Straw Fox was in the game. Like it was a couple of days before Ubisoft's, uh, Ubisoft's uh, E3 conference. And we're like, we're talking about the character designs. And we're like, you know, you know what they look like, Josh? And he's like, what do they look like? And I'm like, you know, like the Saturday morning cartoon that comes on before the cartoon you want to see? It's like that. <laughs> yes. And he's like, you know what? That is exactly it. Because we were like, they're not bad. It's just like, but do we really care? It was so generic. It was just super generic. They show up, like, you know, they're the the very first thing you see. It's about, like, a good, like, three or five minutes of just them. And then, you know, Star Fox just comes, literally just comes in at the end. He's like, oh, wait a minute, guys. They look like they need help. And, like, Peppy's like, no, we're not helping them. Blah, 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 blah. He's talking. Fox just goes off and they all follow him. You can change you know, like, your pilot. Sounds like a metaphor for like why Fox is even in the game. <laughs> he He's actually integrated pretty well so far. Like, uh, okay. he doesn't seem as out of place as I thought he was going to be. Because at first they're like, Who are you? He's like, We're Star Fox. And like, Who are you guys? We're Starlink. Like, what is that? We're like a team. We're like, we're like a team. <laughs> we can help you guys out. And they're like, uh, okay, yeah, sure. Because, like, they're getting attacked. They're like, you know, a whole bunch of stuff's going on. They're like, can we trust these guys? Uh, whatever. Just just let them do their thing. They're four ships. Just let them go. So, on around crazy, yada, yada. Things are exploding. And then, uh, like, on their, the Starlink ship, on their main ship or whatever like their captain gets kidnapped so that is like the main goal of the game is to get the captain back because the captain he figured out like this special like energy ship fuel gas thing or whatever and all these other i guess uh spaceship people wanted kidnapped them like they like there's like these guys and like these hoods they're like okay we got them you know like it looks like a cult basically Hmm. so um that's like the story setup and you know th- those different pilots they're actually each individual pilot i saw from the starlink section it looks like they're actually like the toys you know the little pilot toys it looks mm-hmm. like ex- exactly them so you can interchange whatever pilot you want and each pilot has its own unique special ability and stuff you know fox is just he has like the auto ring and stuff so I'm going to be using that because I'm not going to change it. Because, like, I got the physical bundle. You know, I got, like, the main Starlink dude. I don't even know his name. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, I'm not using guy, that. Is his five. name Luke Starlink? Yeah. <laughs> Luke Starlink. Maybe, maybe he's, like, a Hank or something. He looks like a Hank to me. I don't think he's Hank, though. He but, looks um, like Hank Hill? Like... I mean, he has like the. Is he sell like propane? Younger hamster. And propane accessories. Space propane and space propane accessories. Get it right, man. Sorry. Sorry. My bad. Teacher Hank. Teacher Hank. Sorry. Sorry. Okay. I've been to, I think, one planet so far. And uh, I'm actually surprised by this one little planet I've been to. Because, uh, yeah, there's like a little objective thing, and there's the classic Ubisoft tracking meter thing. It's like, hey, you go here, you know, you keep going, and the number decreases. You know, classic Ubisoft, you know, that's in there. I mean, I'm not going to complain about it in this game because, man, I'm going to get lost. But 
there's a lot of little things on these little on this one planet that I encountered so far. And I was searching around, I found like some random little treasures. You can, you know, upgrade your ship. Because like you can upgrade your weapons, you can and you can upgrade your pilot. So the pilot has like a skill tree section. If you do like certain objectives, I'm guessing mostly story objectives, or if you find like secret bosses, or maybe you get you get these points and you can upgrade it. It's like, hey, for Star Fox, one of his was like a uh, when your allies are near you, you know, their power is better, or like if you're close to dying, your shots count more, kind of thing. And the weapons too. Like uh, for right now, I just have the ice missiles and like the the fire missile thing whatever that came with the game right i did a couple of upgrades already and like this is just me just going around the planet oh like usually when you get to these planets they have like one visual style it's like oh this is like the ice planet this is like the desert planet but this one so far that i've only been to different environments on this one little planet and i think wow. there's like five or seven planets all together i'm not sure as of right now. But yeah, I was surprised. And they give you a map too. So you can and it you actually saw. And it kinda it kinda looks like a you know Super Mario uh Galaxy when you go around the planet. It's like that. You can actually go around the planet it's like, like, exaggerated. Oh, I, I, <laughs> it's like, oh, I didn't encounter this tiny little speck at the at the you know, at the back of this spew, you know, kind of thing. <laughs> and I actually really like the weapons in this because I didn't know you can combine them. So um, like body and then like hit him with the the fire thing and it becomes like this special mixture attack kind of thing and it does more damage like that. How- any bosses so far? I just had like these little mini uh, reactors kind of thing. And I haven't seen too many enemy types, but again, I'm still like in the first planet. I had like some space pirates in space before I got to the planet. And even in space, you know, there's still little things you can encounter and check. So you like you can scan stuff. I don't know what it's for, but you can scan stuff. And like I somehow encountered like an animal that was like infected with some kind of disease or something. And I pulled this little off of it. And I saved it. I don't know what that does, but I did that a couple of times already. So I'm saving these little animals. So <laughs> possibly for no reason. Or I mean, is there I side quests? Actually, a side quest. Too. Like I just unlocked like the very first one, and it showed me how to like. Oh, you can ignore your main objective for this side quest. You can ditch hmm. the side quest whenever you want, kind of thing, and come back to it. Interesting. Did that. And it seems like the dialogue for, like, Star Fox not generic enough. Like, it's still, like, a Star Fox flavor. And he's actually kind of funny, because, like, he has to talk to, like, this guy. He's, like, in this little toy thing or whatever. And the guy's like, well, I don't know who you are. And he's like, Star Fox, he's, like, telling him. He's like, hey, blah, blah, blah sent me. He's like, okay, blah, blah, blah sent you. What does that tell me? He's like, what well, tells you? What do you think they're going to do? He's like, Fox is like, well, I don't know. You're going to ask them. Oh, and Star Fox, if you like a certain thing, I think it's like your L button. If you level it up, you, you fill it up this little gauge. 
feels like somebody from Star Fox team. And they just come in and help you. It's like this really jamming track that plays with the two and just shoots. Like I've done it like every single time it pops up, even though I don't need to. I just do it just to hear it. <laughs> I love it. Only one at a time, though, because I think I first got Slippy and then I think I got Falco after and then I got Peppy. I don't know if it's random always or it's that setup. Okay. That's what I experienced so far. So it's not too much because I spend a lot of time just trying to explore, you know, little, certain little sections. And I already upgraded some stuff. So I thought that was cool. Very cool. Hmm. Very cool. G.I. Jello saying Starlink rocks. Damien Nash says, can you walk outside of the ship? It's all in the ship, right? Mel? Don't know. Yeah. I only seen ship parts. I haven't seen any on the ground, on oh. the ground okay. action. Like, a period of time to where I couldn't fly at the highest I wanted to because the environment itself was dragging me down, but I was still on the ship. I see. But I don't know if you can go out yet. Okay. All right. How, so how does it play? I mean, is your, is, I mean, Star Fox is the original games were all kind of like rail, you know, on rail shooters for the most part where your ship was always yeah. moving forward. And then you basically just shot stuff coming at the screen, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of the gist of it is your ship stationary and you can kind of turn and move and then you have uh, thrusters to move forward or what's the, how does it play? Oh, like, you know, like when you go like in the all range mode kind of thing, it's like that, but like all the time, you, there's no like different paths. There's no on rail sections. It's nothing like that. So if that's what gets you into Star Fox, that's not going to be in this game. Gotcha. It, Open world thing. Is the ship always moving though, or does it come to a complete stop? It hovers in the air if you don't like touch anything. It does hover. Okay. All right. Interesting. Okay, cool. But so far, you've had an hour and a half. You're liking it. Yeah, I'm liking it. I'm not sure if I'm going to love it, but I'm liking it. Because, cool. again, this isn't traditional Star Fox. This is... This is so, Starlink with Star Fox added. <laughs> right? Think of it exactly like that. Yeah. Okay. All right. Destin, what have you been playing this, uh, this last week? Oh, wait. Wait a minute, though. You guys, you guys have, you guys are both going to talk about this next one, right? The, the possibly the, if it's what you the what missing, you the, the missing. You got, yes, you guys got weird this weekend. <laughs> it's only weird, like if I don't know. You grew up just watching. Well, I was going to say Teletubbies, but that's pretty weird. Yeah, super weird. <laughs> um, maybe it's right up your alley if you grew up watching Teletubbies. Uh, no, uh, no, yeah, the missing. I'm going to try to describe this game without giving any spoilers. And I'm going to, it's going to sound like your parents trying to describe something semi teen to adult to a child. Um, yeah. So it's like, I'm nervous right now. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> the game starts off where you're, uh, you're watching these, these two, two friends and uh, they like some of this, I'm even pulling from the internet because even the story itself from what I understand from what I gathered just playing the game wasn't super descriptive it's almost like uh, yeah intentionally left out because then you learn more about the backstory as it's as the story goes on through small clips and uh, uh, like text messages on your in-game phone 
so yeah, it's like you and your two friends and you go camping and you hang out and all of a sudden one of them's missing and you have this super trippy acid dream and then you go looking for your friend and you can't die. So to get through this game, you have to, whether it's accidentally or intentionally, like hurt yourself. So then like a body part will fly off and then you can grab said body part and throw it at a lever and it hits the lever and opens a door. So the whole game is just you trying to find your friend and going through puzzles and intentionally or accidentally hurting yourself to solve these puzzles. And you collect donuts to unlock unlockables, uh, which is like new outfits or or glasses. Um, You're also getting old texted messages throughout the entire game. And some of them are like from your college professors. Some are from friends. Some some are from like this like bro dude who drives a even like it's very descriptive. I'm talking like yeah, I drove like I drove like a 2008 Chevy Camaro, and like he makes these videos of it. Yeah, who it's so good. Like just like the meta of the game is it's very in depth. And even like the teacher, he like. He's like, oh, I got I got this thing this weekend I got to do. I'm not going to show up. And she's like, oh, Comic-Con. You know, he's like, how did you know? Like, I, I'm sorry if you think this is spoilers. This literally all happens within the first hour of the game. Like everything I've just said. So super bizarre. It's super out there. This is not a game. If like you're like, should I get the missing or should I get Call of Duty? Like <laughs> if you're having that debate, you probably are only going to go with Call of Duty. So, um, but it's just super bizarre, super out there. It's everything I love about video games because it's not the traditional, I'm going to grab a controller and fight the bad guy. Um, I don't know, Mel, go ahead and jump in. I don't want to take up all the time, but. I wanted to let you go first because I didn't want to overstep something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because I wanted to make sure I finished it. Oh, okay. Um, so, yeah, I have not finished it. So those are, I guess, my first impressions of the game. Um, but this game really scratches that itch of, of uh, like, what isn't a traditional video game. And I know lately video games have been like, oh, gaming as a service and, and season passes and uh this is, this is like, the, this is the future and you're going to pay for every tiny little thing and um this this takes me back to that feeling I got with uh I hate to keep going back to this game but Near Automata <laughs> because Near Automata for me is like that's my that's like my 11 out of 10 game. Right. right. And I think uh, I don't remember where I said some I might have said it in your chat a while back like Near Automata literally ruined me for video games. I finished that game and I'm like what am I going to play net oh splatoon like i I, i've i've done this i've played that like this is no different than any other game other than okay they switched up the ink but it's like right it was just on that level for me that was like i said like an 11 out of 10 and this game while not the same it, it takes me along that same path and i'm just like this this is just like just like i said a lot of places or a lot of companies have done gaming as a service which is fine and financially for the company, I think that's the best option. But uh, Josh, you you had a, I don't know, do you want to call it like an online disagreement with an individual one time? And uh, they said, games are art. And you were like, <laughs> but they still have to make money, you know? 
And they were like, you don't know what you're talking about. You know, that oh, yeah. it was, you know, when I say it was a heated argument, it's like, this is Twitter after all. It's like, you yeah. know, 140 characters of heat. Yeah. So, um, but this game, I think, makes an argument for not that games have to be art or games have to be uh, a service. I think it's a medium. And just like movies, how you have like, you know, action movies, you got, uh, horror movies, comedies, like it's the same medium, right? But it's a, a different, a, just a different approach to how you want to use that medium. And it's, I think games are the same way, more or less. So this, this, what I would say is the art game, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. whereas like a, a Call of Duty or like a, a, even to some degree, like Mario Kart, even though I, th- I find Mario Kart more, you know, it, and that's the thing. They don't have to be one or the other. They can be, have like very, uh, a very good art style, but be a game with microtransactions. Sure. It doesn't just have to be like, oh, this is a service game. Oh, this is an art game. This is a story game. You know, it's like, you know, this is why we have third person action RPGs, you know, with, with well, MMOs with, uh, with RPG, yeah, MMOs with RPG elements. Like, I don't even, yeah, I don't even know my own shtick. Uh, <laughs> I do. It's <laughs> not so down that rabbit hole. I've gone. I've already said too much. <laughs> Uh, there's black helicopter <laughs> circling. So, um, but no, that's for me though. It really scratched that like art itch. And it seems to me like this is a game that one person had a vision for and everyone else in the team was like, okay, maybe we, even if we don't understand your vision, we're going to focus on that vision. And, and this is what came out of it. Or maybe they locked him in a room there. by himself and said, we're going to keep working on what we're working on. Have fun. Yeah. This isn't blue <laughs> enough. Make it bluer. You know, like, uh, yeah. Okay. So I'm done with my, my little first impression. Obviously I love the game so far. Mel's is probably about to ruin my hopes and dreams. She's like, well, you haven't gotten to the end yet. So, but no, um, that's just my impression. So, but, uh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. What do you have to say, Mel? I actually can't wait until you finish it. Cause I want to see your actual thoughts. Because, man, this one, like, this is bizarre (laughs) about it. I played a game body attachment thing before. We called Never Dead. Mm -hmm. Because I remember running this from Blockbuster. I was like, man, this is going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. I played it for two hours. It was like one of the worst games I've ever played in my life. I actually <laughs> went back to Blockbuster and gave it back to them. I'm like, look, just take this game. I don't want it. So <laughs> this whole ideal of the whole body thing, yeah, it's disturbing. Yeah, it's still out there, but it wasn't enough to put me off this game. And the first like hour or so, like, man, and I played this on break too. So, like, people notice, like, my reactions to this. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but, well, you're on the train, and you have to light JJ on fire. Mm. And there was, like, this one little tiny water thing, you know, just putting her out. And, like, and I was like, oh, my God, just stay lit. Everybody needs to stay lit. And then, like, a guy walking past, you know, the room, he's like, yeah, stay lit. Woo! Woo, bro. <laughs> he came over and did like some little hand, you know, uh, 
fist bump thing. You know, I, I couldn't do it, but like, I couldn't explain to him Wait, like what did I was he, doing. Did he put his fist out and you shook his fist? Tell the truth. <laughs> oh no, 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 I did like I did like the top and you know, the, the bottom and then like the, the, the middle. But then he did something else added after. I was like, I don't know what this is. Mm. <laughs> but he's like, yeah, stay lit. That's a positive message. That's what you need to do. <laughs> and I'm playing like this really depressing game here because the game actually opens up. It's like, hey, that pop up. One of them, the first one, I think, is like, it's okay who or what you are. So you're like, okay, whatever. The, I don't know what that means. And like the next one's like, hey, this game's going to deal with suicide. This game's going to deal with body attachment thing. It's going to deal with depression. It's going to deal with identity crisis. Mm-hmm. And it actually does all of these things. It's just done through a slow paced message. Most of these story parts do the text messages. And like the first couple you get, they're just like mostly silly, you know, kind of thing. Like the Star Wars thing he mentioned, the guy with the car and his YouTube videos. Like he pretty much begs you nonstop, like, hey, watch my latest video, comment and like and subscribe. Like he's doing like and almost all of them. So he was the guy at work that, that fist bumped you. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he was. <laughs> so, you know. And then this is sounding like an episode of Black Mirror, by the way. I just want to throw that out there. Like, <laughs> so you know, you slowly get the story through these text messages, and you mostly get these text messages like after you, you complete a certain section of the game or you get like enough donuts. Because, like, the main objective for like side quest stuff is like to get these donuts, they're called sleepy donuts, you know, they're just donuts, you know, you don't think much of it. But you can get, like, uh, alternate costumes. You can get galley artwork. And if you actually get all of them, you get something really, really nice. But I can't spoil that because that... Boy. Now, now I have to go back because I've already missed, like, two donuts. Great, thanks. I missed, like, a whole bunch. Like, I okay. missed, like, 60 So <laughs> when I was finished. Because, oh you know, those sleepy donut guys? Mm-hmm. They give you 10. I missed, like, yeah. four of those. So, you know, Ooh, I pretty much so because yeah. so, oh, that's another thing. Like, you don't really know when a chapter kind of ends because <laughs> it doesn't flash on the screen. It's like, hey, chapter two is finished. Mm. It's like pretty much when you go to a new section, you should just assume you're in a new chapter. Like exit out of the game. You can go and ch- chapter select and go back and play a chapter again. Ah, OK. So, you know. While playing this, I just felt awful, you know, just seeing this poor girl just yell, tell, like, when she's getting put on fire, she breaks her neck, or, like. Oh, yeah, yeah, actually really done. Yeah. Really oh, I, done watched well. a, I watched a little bit, of, like, I think that just the video on the eShop, I think, where they, like, have the wrecking ball, like, mm. basically, basically mangle her so that she can make it through this tiny, like. She wouldn't fit otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she ricochets. Yeah, that's one of my favorites, actually. But uh, <laughs> no not that like I'm getting like pleasure out of that. It's just the level, you know, puzzle. Design Thank you for clarifying that. <laughs> I have to, because otherwise, you're know, gonna think I'm crazy. But she really done well because, like, if she's on fire, like her voice is like, "Hey guys," like it's like that lower amount, like you know, if you were actually a large amount of fire like i'm like wow that attention to detail is really nice so way midway through the game i i, mean, I was getting used to like these 
awful things happen to him. Like, yeah, okay, JJ, yeah, I need you to like cut off your arm. Like, I need this to like move this thing. But then it's picking up, it's dropping all these little hints. I didn't get it at first because the game is about acceptance. What exactly acceptance you have to be accepting of, or what the game is trying to teach you, because that kind of gives it away. Mm. But Kyoto JJ has, but it's not really a problem. It's just a problem her environment is treating as one. So wait, she wait, wait. Say what she has. Say what she has. It cut out. She has. It's just a problem. Oh, okay. But it's not really a problem. I see. Okay. Around her is making it as a problem. Most of the supporting cast actually is in support of JJ, though. It's mostly like the mob. <laughs> like, out of all the things I played, like these little text messages, I was looking forward to. Like, I was just waiting for the next set of text messages moment. And then when I get like the ones from mom, like, I just started to get like knots in my stomach because I was like, oh no, not hope. Like, give me text messages from the car guy, like anybody, just not the mom. Not the mom. Please slowly, slowly puts it together. And then when you actually find out, you think back and what you had to do to JJ to get there. And well, supposed to never because you feel that because that's what she felt mm. that's what she felt all the time it's constant it does have a positive message at the end like the very last <laughs> actual gameplay was actually done really beautiful mm. what they did with it is it so, is it anything like like inside uh I would say so a little bit, but okay. it was gonna get me as much as it did. Because the main use for this acceptance thing is something I don't truly understand. Mm. It's something I don't personally experience with. I just felt insanely bad, insanely mad situation. Like, she did not deserve this. She did not. Mad. Yeah, she had people supporting her and helping her, but it like wasn't enough. Hmm. Against her, it's like so much against this game. Even talking about it, like, how can you recommend this game? It deals with all these intense topics. It deals with this intense gameplay, but it's there for a purpose. It's not there just for shock value. Hmm. It looks like that. Like, I thought it was, too. Because I never played any of this guy's games before. Like, this is my first experience with his type of... Playing this. Yeah, I'm going to see what he does next. Because I'm actually surprised with this and how positive it was. Especially coming from a Japanese developer, I should say. Yeah, a lot of the time uh, the uh, Japanese games get made and sometimes they have a message 
uh, the, there's like that lost in translation and some people resonate with it and other people they're like, like, what is this? Why, why am I looking at this scantily clad Japanese schoolgirl going through this situation, you know? And it's just, whereas someone that lives there and maybe ingrained in that culture, they would probably be like, Oh, I totally get this. You know, um, I'm right there with Mel's when it comes to like recommending, like, how do you recommend this? You know, um, it's one of those things where I, I I would recommend it to anybody only because what I got out of it or what, you know, I'm not done with it, but it's like um, what I get out of a game like this versus what, like say Josh might get out of a game like this versus like what Mel's might get out of it could be totally different. And I think it depends on like your life experiences. Mm-hmm. Um, like for me, the the first game that I got emotional about, and it was, it was a very brief emotion. I wasn't like bawling, but uh, the first mass effect game and I went through it and I don't know. Can I give more, can I give spoilers about mass effect? Cause it has the statute so. of limitations yeah, gone up. Okay. So at the very end of the game, uh there there comes to a point where you know you you're with your buddies you you get this squad together and you 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 know you defeat the evil and everyone's triumphant well then your character there's like this event that happens and it looks like this person gets killed you know and you know it's like the cavalry arrives and they're like moving the debris away and and they they save your two friends and you know the one guy's like where's shepherd you know and the the character like shakes their head like oh you know like Shepard didn't make it and at the very end like the guy sees some movement off in the distance and like the music ramps up and we finally got to a point in video games where like the technology was good enough to show like facial emotions and it's like everyone gets surprised and then your character comes like limping out of the rubble and it's like at that point the music is like at its peak and like you can see these people are happy and then your character like gives like the smallest little smirk and like i didn't cry but like i'm just like oh i got a little extra moisture in here like what's going on but like i don't know josh you played that game did you get that emotional at that point or was it for you it was just like you know like, okay cool i beat this game or how did you feel in that circumstance i'm guessing not much because i don't even really remember it okay so see, it didn't strike the same chord. But is with it? You. Is it there different endings? Is there different endings with that game? <laughs> Josh isn't real. Well, the the good ending, bad ending, uh, who you choose to pick for your crew, uh, it's the same because the part you know you you defeat that guy at the end in the space station. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm talking about Mass Effect One, not right. two or three. It's just been so long. Even though yeah. I beat the game twice, I don't even I don't even remember. Uh, I, I got like all the achievements on that one. That's like my only 1000 point game. <laughs> the only so game I, I got emotional on was Super Metroid when I was like 12. <laughs> like at the very end, I'm like, what? you used up all your emotion there. That was that, it. That was it. And I was like, dad, my Metroid died. He's like, shut up. What's a Metroid? Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, just like Mel's, like she said, like, I can't wait to see what's next. Like, I can't wait to finish this game because yeah, I, I, I will talk about it with you after you're done. Yeah, because I mean, like, like I said, already just seeing this game and I know we talked briefly about because I was like, wait a minute, isn't this the same guy that I was like, well, actually, I said, I was like, doesn't this looks like something that the guy from Deadly Premonitions would do? And you're like, it's the same guy. (laughs) So I'm like, okay, because I never played Deadly Premonitions, but 
And most people here might not even have even heard of it. And they're like, you're just making up stuff. But yeah, like, what is this fake game you're talking about? But no, if, if you look it up and if you have no interest in actually play, like I haven't played it myself, but I've seen videos and I'm just like, this is like the bizarrest episode of Twin Peaks ever. <laughs> like, no, that's Twin what Peaks that game is. <laughs> so it's it's that's the kind of like i guess mentality that went into making this game so um, um yeah, I, i'm excited to finish it now that melza says she finished i'm gonna have to go like pull an all-nighter yeah <laughs> yeah and it, you actually get more out of it if you play it again too you get some extra little text messages oh and cool. it implies more uh, story because i'm in, like in the middle of my second playthrough and the mm. second playthrough actually goes pretty fast because you get the ability to put yourself like and set yourself on fire you can pull off an arm you know you don't have to like go into oh, okay. the body you know so it moves a lot faster what what the story of the game once you finish it like the weirdness it actually makes sense like it this is not like his weirdest game it's still weird mm-hmm. see the ending you're like oh that meant this kind of thing like there's no oh it kind of no i think no it is that <laughs> be left with anything like any questions after he's just like oh that's what happened that's why it was weird kind of thing the chat says the ability to set yourself on fire reminds me of nba jam oh uh a little different i'd probably say yeah a little little <laughs> not quite head, the same so i guess we're just going to keep the theme of like kind of weird games going because uh i played the world ends with you on the switch and uh, i love the story of this game even though there's a lot of reading i know everybody don't faint okay (laughs) it's very bizarre you're kind of just thrown in and you're like what is happening here i want to understand People are vanishing. What are these reapers? Like it's all, it's like you, you really kind of don't know what's going on. The controls are where I'm having the biggest problem. And I've talked to a few different people online. Some people are like, Oh, I got used to it after a while. And like, I don't know. I, is it bad that I don't want to have to play a game where I have to get used to something like using the joy con as a pointer on the, if you want to play docked, I don't know. It just seems like it seems really strange to me. Um, I had a number of different people. Some people agreed with me. Some people told me to shut up and get over it. Some, you know, it just, it just, yeah, it's just, you know, Twitter. Right. So isn't that classic Nintendo though? Well, this is square. This isn't even. Yeah. I'm just saying like, Oh, Hey, I don't mean it. And I was watching it. Say that again. I don't like, you were streaming it. I was watching you. And, you know, I was watching the pointed control thing. Yeah. And I was just watching. And I was like, this is weird. Like, I don't know if this is going to work. Most people would be like, yeah, I'm not going to try this. I'm not going to buy it. But, like, after seeing that, like, I kind of see if I can do it or not. Like, I want to see if I can do it. Yeah. So I'm actually more interested in this stupid game now because <laughs> it's awkward, it's- unorthodox control style. You know? And, I mean... I actually don't want to be like too negative about it. Like it wasn't broken. It wasn't like, Oh, I can't play this way. It was just one of those instances that I haven't felt in a long time. Like since the Wii or the DS where it's like, no, you're forced to use the stylus. You're forced to use motion controls. Right. 
like it's the it's the lack of options i think that's the most frustrating and it just it didn't feel supernatural i mean it 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 worked but you're you're literally trying to like hold different buttons down and swipe on the screen at the same time and then you're trying to do um, stuff in a rhythm so that you're the other character with you can do some attacks. And, you know, it's just, it, I, I didn't get a chance to play it handheld. I really wanted to before we did the show, but it just didn't work out. And, and so really fun story, very intriguing, like sucks you in immediately. Like you want to know more, you want to know more about the, the, you can see there's, um, the main character is like, like this angsty teenager with some depression. And, you know, you're just kind of like, what is going on here? There's just a lot of questions, a lot of intrigue. And, and then you've got this control scheme. That's just kind of like going to take some getting used to, that'll be the best way to put it. It's going to take some getting used to. So, so overall, like, I'm not going to, I'm not even going to, I'm not going to give it a review. I'm not going to give it a score. Like if you want to, uh, try to get used to the controls. Then the story is awesome. It, it It is good. And I remember the story being great from the, the first time I played, it. I didn't make it all the way through it, but I remember it was the story that was like, no, I'm going to keep doing this. Like, I'm going to keep going. I'm going to keep going. So, and the game's selling. Okay. And I think everybody has kind of these expectations like, okay, this game needs to do well enough so we can get another one. Cause, cause there's, you know, some people wanting a, a sequel. Well, it's like, <laughs> I don't really feel like it's the consumer's job to like go, well, I'm going to buy this even though I don't really like it, <laughs> you know, like but that's, that's how, you know, very niche fans feel. Yeah, it is. And that's, it's, you know, a niche within a niche. I, I guess if you really want to try this game, but you don't want to drop the $50 on it, pick it up on your phone. It's a mobile. It's also on mobile. So there's there's a way you can do it. Or if you have an old DS laying around, you can go find a the DS, which to me is the better way to control this game because it actually controlled well with the D-pad and the stylus, which sounds strange, even though you were forced to do that, it worked, you know. So um, this this should have been a 3DS remake. And this should have happened. Yeah, that would have been that would have been good. My hot take on this. But I'm still want to try this little control scheme. Yeah, and it like, I mean I'm, give it a little time. It may end up, you may find some used copies, you know, where you can actually GameStop's typically got that seven day policy where you can try something uh, out, you know, Gamefly. That's also an option. That's, yeah. Mm-hmm. Gamefly is another option as well. So, um, yeah, the last thing I wanted to talk to before we get to the news is I did spend more time with super Mario party and we jumped into, I was trying to figure out without, without looking it up, I was trying to figure out how to unlock the other characters. I still haven't found out how to do that yet. And there's a few different things that have kind of intrigued me about this game. One, you you have this area that you enter once the game starts that you can choose the different modes. Okay, you can choose your board game, you can choose the rafting game, which I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about the rafting game for a second. Really fun. Like my my wife and I just played together. We didn't have the we couldn't get our kids to play with us, so we're just losers, I guess. But so we played <laughs> with two computer characters and it was fine in the rafting game. Like, I feel like the rafting game was like, like a way better version of the, the car everybody had to ride in for Mario party 10 and stuff. 
but it was done right. Like you have to paddle and avoid obstacles and there's mult, there's different paths you can go through and you hit balloons in order to play mini games that you have to play. Um, these are all mini games that are co-op. You're not versing each other. You're all trying to work towards a, a single goal to get more time to keep going down um, the, the, the river or whatever, really a fun game mode. I was very impressed with it. I was like, this is a great addition. Right. I was happy with just, I mean, the board seemed a little bit small overall, but just playing a regular traditional Mario party. I was like, Oh, this is great. Like I was loving it. Then you add this mode. I'm like, this is even better. Well, then we got into the other modes that you can play, um, where you lay the switch down on your table and play that way, or you can do it in tabletop mode with two switches, but, but three of the four games, you can just play on your television set. You don't have to play, um, uh, like handheld or, you know, like tabletop mode or whatever. There's a baseball game that's like a almost like an old school uh like mechanical arcade kind of is what it was kind of like an arcade game in a way like you have you have one character that moves a lever back and forth to move the um like what would be your shortstop and your second baseman or your 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 outfield whatever the case may be it's just three areas like they're giant gloves and um if the ball goes into them in falls into one of them it's an out Right. And if it misses one of them, if, it, if you, you can hit a single, you can hit a double or, you know, a triple or home run, that kind of thing. And so my wife and I were playing the super simple version of baseball, just going, this is super fun. Like we were, we were having a great, uh, great time with it. And then there's other puzzle. There's, there's, you've got to like, um, create eight bit characters with like, you got four puzzle pieces that show up. You got to put them together. We had a great time with that one. And then, I'm actually trying to remember off the top of my head. I can't remember what the other one was, but I know we, we were digging all of them, but the baseball really, really uh, stuck out to us. So the more time I spent with that game, the more I like it still frustrated with online. Online is still a huge missed opportunity. So that's, uh, that's, that's where we'll leave that. But, uh, Oh, the rhythm games. Yeah. We did try the rhythm games too, which were, which were interesting because you, you stand up and you, <laughs> you like, you have to, you would think like when I saw just from the, the, the little area, I'm like, Oh, this is like just dance or something. That's kind of the, the impression I got. No, like you've got to like yank a tablecloth out from uh, off a table with like mm. crystal glasses on top of it to the rhythm. Otherwise the glasses fall, right? Things like that. Like it was, it was, it was quirky. It was goofy, but it was fun. Oh, the other game was a tank game, which we only had two people playing. And that wasn't very, that was, that had potential, but only having two people, it was like, you need four people for this. That's just kind of the, uh, and even if I think if you had the second switch and could change your map up and, and make it a little different, might even be more fun too. So, um, Overall, oh, you can I'm actually just, do that. Yeah, yeah, I could. I just have to buy another copy we'll of the kids. game, yeah. and I can't even get my kids to play with me. So you know, super fun. That's that's great. I just got to get them off of Instagram for a Bye, minute. You know, yeah. right? Like, <laughs> hey, you want, you want dinner? You got to play this Mario Party game. Exactly. Right there, we go. I think that's so, illegal. Yeah, I think so too. I like the announcement. Yeah, it's no, not. What that, got? that will not happen. My kids get their dinner all the time. Let's uh, <laughs> sure. let, let's get to the news. <laughs> All right, so Fortnite adds ranked online tournaments and a quad crasher, which is a uh, four-wheeler that you can have two people on that will drive through buildings. So it's it's pretty epic. 
the switch also had a few improvements to make for a smoother experience, you know, cause that's in every patch that comes out for, uh, for Fortnite. So I, I saw a little bit of gameplay with the, uh, with the, the quad crasher it looks to be pretty fun. My son has been playing in, both of them have been playing in these tournaments and, uh, they were pretty excited to see this make its way. It's it's on everything. But if you're playing this on the switch, you're playing against the these ranked online tournaments. It is a complete cross platform like you're playing PC players. Everybody's there. So be beware of that. If you're like, well, how come everybody's so much better all of a sudden? Like the 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 switch. Not everybody's super tough, right? But you get into the Xbox, PlayStation, that kind of stuff. That's where uh, that's where there's some 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 pretty sweaty competition. So um, either of you guys jumping back into Fortnite to check any of this stuff out. And there's crickets. OK, so. <laughs> so, yeah. And even um, I work I work with uh, probably two two of the most dude bro guys that <laughs> still play video games. And they were all about Fortnite. And the second the new Call of Duty came out, they were like, nope. All I've played is Call of Duty. So you're playing like um, the the blackout section. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um I think I don't know, did we talk about this before? I would, we also talked not to get off topic of the off topic, but <laughs> I can't everything's running together for me right now. But I don't know. Did we talk about how Fortnite like this is kind of like its first true test is is Call no, of Duty on stream, no. Okay. Yeah, because I know like I know PUBG's already been out and then it was like Fortnite came out. But this is almost like the first new competition that it has. So I'm just kind of wondering how it's going to fare against it. But, um, dude, they've been going no, they've I, been going hard because these these ranked online tournaments are what mm-hmm. everybody's been wanting. And they waited. I, I noticed that until now. Right. Until now, this so. uh, this quad crasher looks like a mongoose from Halo. So that's got some appeal to mm-hmm. to me. Uh, the other thing is. Ninja's been going crazy. He was on Ellen streaming Fortnite with Ellen. Why? <laughs> it's just more eyes. Against Ellen, I'm just like, wow, that seems like a total. It, it's just dinner it, stream it, like it's... the other day. Like even after he was not on the show, like she dropped in on the stream. He's like, hey, you know. Yeah, but he's also Ninja. been playing Call of Duty. Oh yeah, yeah, so, and he's been playing. Mar- you know. I mean, they played Mario. Him and his wife played Mario Party together too. They streamed yeah. that. You know? He can so... only do one thing. What's wrong with him? No, <laughs> no. But I mean, <laughs> they the you can tell that Fortnite is being, it's going to be tested. I mean, mm-hmm. H1Z1 was tested by PUBG and PUBG won it out. Yeah. I would say Fortnite beat out PUBG, but PUBG's still around. It's not like they've disappeared. Right. Yeah. And there's, I mean, I think they're still a successful company. Um, I, honestly, I mean, I think call of duty is going to, uh, going to have some initial hype and then could potentially, um, die back down and because it's third it's first person not third person that could still be a factor into people going back and forth but i know for me personally with Fortnite, like i just lost interest i'm like this is just it's very monotonous it's the same thing over and over again and you have those fun moments where it's like oh you get a crazy headshot and things like that like don't get me wrong i'm not saying Fortnite is bad or not fun but i just felt like it i, I it ran its course for me like i kind of like the grind doesn't really seem I'm not all that into it. I wasn't, I, you know, I just, I'm kind of like, why did I even buy that most recent season pass? I've not done a single challenge on it, you know? So, um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a good point. I wonder how it's going to, how it's going to fare. But I think things like this, these tournaments coming out, you know, what, like four days after, after black ops, 
I mean, that wasn't uh, that wasn't uh, by mistake. I can I can guarantee you that. Gave him four days. They were nice, you know. Yeah, right. <laughs> they gave him the weekend. Yeah. <laughs> so but you say it all the time, you know, like comp the competition, like in the in the uh, industry, is it's good, and this is yeah. this is a solid case for that, you know. Yeah. Well, and like, I, would yeah. would we have gotten this eventually? Yeah, I'm sure. But the fact that now there's a competitor, oh, look, here's this this other mode or here's this other map pack or here's these other features. Mm-hmm. And then what what does Black Ops do if if that competition is still there and healthy? They're they're going to come out with something, you know, right. and then it's just going to go back and forth. And in this case, this is whenever the consumer wins. You might have to pay for it because, you know, hey, we live in that type of world now. But um yeah, I think it's good for for both parties. And the other thing too is, I just wonder if it's if it's just if they're the games are different enough that people will play both of them. You know, that will continue to play both of them because you have one that's a first person shooter with a real quick, uh, a very fast time to kill, and then you have Fortnite with a slow time to kill and building, which completely separates it from anything else that we've seen, and you know. And and now when they've they're starting to add these faster vehicles and things like that, it kind of has that Halo vibe. And the competition we saw in the past was always first person shooter versus first person shooter, Halo versus versus Call of Duty versus Battlefield. You know, like those were kind of the mm-hmm. ones. Um, and then you had Overwatch and stuff come in and kind of change the 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 face of first person shooters in a way where it was like, oh, this is different. This isn't a mil- this isn't military. This is this is a Saturday morning cartoon. That's that's super awesome. So. Um, I think it's, I think, I think everybody's going to win on this one for a while. I don't think, I don't think for, I think Fortnite is still, uh, just too big right now. And I think, I mean, you can't even go like on Instagram or anything without seeing little kids doing these, all the Fortnite dances, you know, like it's just everywhere. It is everywhere. You see, I see tweets and stuff all the time. It's like, it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. What were you going to say, Mel? There's a whole bunch of Halloween costumes. Like they're not official Fortnite costumes, but people are going in signs like, "Hey, we have Fortnite costumes," and they just put a whole bunch of Fortnite-looking crap (laughs) next to each other. It's like, "Hey, come buy this!" You know, there's a llama. Mm. I want the costume where it's just like the trash bag that says Fortnite on it, you know, and then I just get the the really thin plastic max. It's probably toxic. Sounds Amazing great. Right now. I mean, you can sell it. <laughs> yeah, It'll be sold yeah. up. Trust me. <laughs> Let's do it. I, oh, my gosh. So, so we, we talked about Starlink earlier. Starlink Battle for Atlas, the Switch version. Um, the It's it's missing the game from the starter pack from some Best Buys. Like, Ooh. there's been a number of people that had the game either shipped to them or they went and got it in store. And there was no game. Like, as soon as I brought mine home, uh, Mel was like, you better check your game or check your open your box and make sure your game is inside. And uh, I was lucky enough to uh, um, have it be the case. But even like the the Nintendo Power Couple, they tweeted out like, hey, we got the toys, but there was no game inside. And so, you know, Ooh. Best Buy is next week. They, they yeah, <laughs> they uh, they are taking Best Buy is taking care of it. They kind of notes it. I saw it was on Reddit already, you know, with different people. So um, hopefully. Hopefully that wasn't you. But if you if you haven't opened the game yet and it was like one of those because I know a handful of people were like, oh, I picked it up, but I'm not going to I'm not going to play it right away. Like you may want to make sure that you have the game in it before. Because uh, yeah, the longer so, you sit on that, they're like, eh, yeah, you yeah. can kind of sitting on this, you know, it's Bayo 2 all over again. Yes. 
So is it worth more unopened if there's no game in it? Oh my gosh. Years? I don't know. Or, you know, because, you know, it's like, I got the Luke Skywalker and there's two lightsabers in the package. You know? Right, right. Yeah, the amiibo that have like arms coming out of their foreheads and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, if you have the game, you may want to make sure that you have your, uh, have your, uh, if you have the, the starter pack, make sure your game's inside. This was pretty cool. Kind of like we're going to, we're going to camp on this for a little bit. The N64 classic leak. Mel, what did you think when you, uh, when you saw this? I was like, man, this cannot be a legit looking at it i was like this looks too nice you know right. it's like too like if you go into like a nodes mind and they think of something it's like they just pushed it you know like just pulled it out of it. it's like perfect i'm like this is not it because there's gonna be some nintendo nintendo thing they do to it you know they're gonna be some kind of foolishness you know they, they're gonna do so you know i'm just i was like yeah this looks nice you know i just can't believe like the guy actually like made all of this like he's like hey you use my creation hmm. everybody's gonna be one and expecting now like they're gonna compare this to the actual thing when it comes out you know right. it's like oh this guy yeah. did it how come you can't make millions of these nintendo <laughs> right. so i can't wait for that you know the only th- the only reason I thought like okay this could be real is because the mechanism that they use to cover the ports because like it's I don't know the original Nintendo is the only one that kept the ports exposed whereas the Super Nintendo had that little flap mm-hmm. and then this one also had like this I'm like that looks so stupid it could be real because <laughs> I feel like that's something dumb that they would like yeah, look at this really long, thin piece of plastic. Yeah, that's not going to break over time. You know, like, I, I don't know. Like, it's like they expect you not to use it almost. Like, it's like, yeah, this is going to sit on the shelf. We we already know it. You'll play it once and then you'll put it back. Um, I th- I think to your point about yeah. that thing coming out, like the way they the way that cord is plugged in. I'm curious on what is happening to the cable, if that is the way yeah, it's going to put tension on that. A lot of tension because it looked from it was off. You couldn't see it. There, the the picture was cut off. But if you mm-hmm. looked at the other ones, the the uh, the original ports just pulled out, and then the, they were hidden behind all four, and it showed four slots, which was cool. But I'm like, does that little port fold down also so that there's not tension on the cable? Because that's I don't know. It just seemed. That's that's the part that seemed the, the, that was very strange. There was so much detail on this thing, though. Like the amount of detail was was kind of crazy. So if it, I mean, if it ends up being fake, like bravo. <laughs> this is this, yeah. this is this Pretty is sure it is. this is crazy, mm. but lot a lot of detail. The thing that would make it a 10 out of 10 for me is since, you know, we have like these little thumb drives now, these little flash memory USB sticks. Yeah. Like uh, what would really make it like a 10 out of 10 is if you pull that cover off and it's got the expansion port and that's actual oh, RAM God. that like plugs in <laughs> that if you remove it, you know, and you put it turn your system on, it's like, oh, error, fatal error. Um, oh, yeah. If it, and if it came with and if it came with the interchangeable 
like expansion <laughs> pack. Jumper it really was with, double the memory with the jumper and the expansion yeah, pack. That'd be sweet. Oh man! Go ahead, Nintendo. I know you're listening. I would lose that probably, or somebody. You know, little kids everywhere losing. I too. <laughs> He's like, just in case I lose this one. The only way I think they can make these systems better, and who knows, maybe they'll come out with the deluxe version next year for twice the don't, price. Don't get it. <laughs> is if it was actual little carts that actually were the games. Like a um, DS card. I don't know what that would do for the used <laughs> GameStop market, but. Because um, yeah. I just started getting back into that. Because before, like years ago, they're like, we don't want this N64 crap. We don't want these PlayStation. Now it's like, please give us them. Please. We need them. Mm -hmm. I I often thought with these classic systems, like if there was a place to go similar to like uh, similar to like what we used to do with with Animal Crossing and the Game Boy, where you could transfer the, the game to your Game Boy and then play it on there. But like they are they are so against emulation and things like that. Like why not sell a a memory stick that you could plug into the back of it that has more, like they could easily add games to these systems, you know, because other people are right. Other people are no, no problem. So it's like the first um, thing to join. Yeah, exactly. That's the, get the entire library on there. So, um, I think, uh, not to harp on this too much. um, I know your stance on it. it it's uh, but like, like you said with the emulation thing, you know, and it's like they're, they're against it. Um, but I, my personal belief on that is like the reason why people do it, it's because they, they go for like the easiest route, you know, sure. like look at iTunes. Why was iTunes so popular? Cause you could get just about any song you wanted for like 99 cents. Yeah. It was almost easier to just give Apple the 99 cents than to get in your car and go buy this. It costs you more money to get in your car and go buy this at the store. Sure. But yeah, if Nintendo made, yeah, it's something that was just like the super mega pack, you know? Well, even in Benji's saying, 60 bucks, Benji's you know, saying, and, I don't, I don't want a thumb driver and that's fine. I'm sure they could, they could put a website together that you plug your system in, you download the games that you want from it for it on the, on the system and then play it and then go back and, and, and do the same thing and charge a Netflix for it, charge, you know, something and get the other, I don't, I don't know how it's, I mean, there's so much, there's so much the business yeah. side of all this, right. All the licensing mm-hmm. and everything. It's just, you're never going to get uh, everything. There's just no way like Ninja turtles and stuff like that, you know? So totally not. No, it's not. It's not happening. The licensing is just lost, unfortunately. So, uh, dreams. but I dream. I'm still, I just, I want to see, I want to get an announcement. Um, we haven't had anything official, right? All we know is that there's like, uh, like some trademark stuff or patent stuff. And, and then these pictures, we don't know if they're real or not. Fingers crossed. You know, I want to see, I want to see the console wars with the PlayStation one and the 64 this holiday. I think it would be great. Um, I don't have any of my notes here, but I did remember seeing, and I, I don't have a ton of details, but supposedly, and I, if pudding is still in the chat, he might be able to help me out here on the 18th of October. Mel, do you know where I'm going with this? There's something with Nintendo of Canada. Yeah, I saw that, but I had no clue what he meant. I don't know if it's a pudding Canadian thing or if it's actually something worldwide or something announcement. Well, he mentioned something about having to go to a mall, so I'm not I'm not entirely sure. He may be able to answer it while oh, we're maybe chatting. it's like a mall tour, like a, you know, we have those every now and then, you know. They, mall tour. So they teased an event to Arcade in Montreal. So there's 
which is a barcade. So, I mean, who knows? Maybe they're showcasing the Mario Kart machine, you know, that they've the like the VR or whatever, you know, the ones you sit in and you, you like put your hand up to grab your shells, <laughs> things like that. Like, who knows? Maybe, sounds like, maybe yeah. it's something like that. So, but there is something happening. And then, uh, I, I mean, I think we hear it every week, but there's there's all kinds of rumblings about another some kind of a direct of some kind. Like we keep getting like, there's just all kinds of, all kinds of leaks and stuff. I don't, but and again, nothing, nothing confirmed. I don't think it's this soon. It's probably like, I don't think so either. Like the way, you know, <laughs> nightcrawler says mall tour. What year is this? 1999. So, yeah. um, but anyway, Our Tiffany's going to be there. If you're in, if you're in Montreal <laughs> on October 18th, you know, go, go check it out. Uh, Let's go Pikachu has 151 master trainers. Mel, break this down for us real quick. Basically, there's going to be a trainer. I believe it's post game. I think this is the post game. Well, some of the post game, at least. Basically, Pokemon is going to have a master trainer of this. So there's going to be some guy. He's like, yep, I'm the master trainer of Weedle. If you want to beat my Weedle, you have to (laughs) use yours. And apparently they're going to be like, you know, super something. So if you get like, if you beat them, you become that master trainer of whatever. So it encourages people to use more than a handful of these Pokemon. It encourages people more to not just use one Pokemon, usually your starter, you know. I know none of you guys would ever just play the entire game just using your starter. No, never. No, that's insane. Nobody mm. would do that. But yeah, you know, so if you want to be like the what? master Charizard trainer, you know, you, you got to beat that guy's Charizard, you know, stuff like that. So you can collect all these little titles. I'm sure you're going to get something. I don't know how difficult they're going to be, but they should be in the actual game, like the main story, because that's what it sounded like to me. So that's a little fun you know news about pokemon we are exactly one month away from it today so close interesting let's get your get your pikachu get your eevees all that fun stuff get your muse and your and your pokeballs right i so want to be into this game i just can't be it's just not it's not at my core (laughs) i'm gonna try really hard i'm gonna try i'm gonna try i was just too old when it came out I don't know. I just, I can't. I tried. The only, the closest I got was Pokemon Tournament. I love that game. Yeah. Best digital version of Paper, Rock, Scissors ever made. Right. Right. But I mean, yeah, <laughs> it's not, it's not the same. So, and then Poke, Pokemon Go has a few Gen 4 Pokemon that are now in the game. And uh, I found out today that I can use, actually, I found out over the weekend because these guys gave me a lesson in Pokemon Go. <laughs> After we got done streaming on Friday, which it made for some good laughs. Uh, but I can have the app running on my watch and I do like 10,000 steps a day. No problem. Like I'm going to, I'm going to be getting candy for days. I can't wait. We'll be hatching eggs. Yeah. Candy. Oh, it's going to be, it's going to be exciting. But there's, this is the first time they've just kind of drip fed the Pokemon into, uh, in, into instead of just because they they kind of just would open the floodgates right for the first three generations or the first two generations I guess just five yeah but for this one for some reason they only gave us a handful of these guys 
I'm not exactly sure why, because Gen 4 is not lacking in numbers. You know, Gen 4 is... Um, and I know there's like a special, I think, event grade going on right now with the little bitty lion, you know, from like the early Gen lion from uh, Gen 4. Hmm. I don't get it. I guess they're trying to tie this into like maybe a Halloween event, like maybe the ghost type Gen 4, maybe they don't want to do something special with them. It's like, hey, they're going to pop up more. They're going to be shiny. They're going to have a special move. I, I don't know. Like, I don't get why they're doing this. They're like a, like a, like a mimic you? Is that how you say it? That's it, right? <laughs> that one is the ghost type. It's hard it word. So I'm, I'm glad you, you, you stumbled backwards into that. You know, I'm very glad. <laughs> I'm trying to learn. I want to. I want to learn. So I can't believe you got me last week with that. Oh, it was the best. It was the best. All right. Well, lastly for news, Diablo Three Special Editions making its way to GameStop. It's a GameStop exclusive. The dock has some artwork on it. The back of the tablet has some artwork on it. It comes with a case. All the content for the game, including Ganondorf and all that stuff. The Joy-Cons are just gray. And so I put a picture out on Instagram as soon as I I saw this video and immediately had like pretty good conversation on there. Actually, like uh, they they uh, they're like, I don't want Joy-Cons because I don't want to want to buy this. (laughs) Right. Um, Some people were thinking like, oh, it's it's uh, but it's the wrong gen josh sorry ribbon bell sorry sorry i'm trying i'm trying i'm trying um some people were worried that like oh i don't want like a i don't want like a another like neon joycon well i was thinking like why aren't we getting like black or orange or gold or something with this with this uh with this bundle and it's just the gray ones i don't understand like i'm not sure like part of me's kind of wondering like is this what I don't I don't know I don't know I'm kind of thankful because it like it doesn't make me want to go out and 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 purchase all these things right and and Mel you're kind of in the same boat right like you were like uh, if it was different colored Joy Cons maybe but other than that it's not all that appealing right yeah and like even with these Joy Cons we're seeing them bundled on later on just by themselves mm-hmm. or like in Play Asia like you know we can get. The fancy Mario Odyssey ones. We don't have to get that Mario Odyssey bundle. Like, you know, that's good for us, like, nerds, for, like, your average person. So, like, oh, I need this bundle. But, like, for us, we're like, yeah, we can wait stuff out a little bit. You know, we can try to see, try to play this uh, market game here, you know, just a bit. Yeah. It, it, I mean, I'm okay with it. I'm okay with the, with the way they're doing it. So, you know, it's, it's fine. I, it feels a little bit like, um, well, kind of our next talking point, but go ahead. That's not, and then we'll get into it. Oh, I was just going to say, um, I, I get that, uh, it by, by not necessarily making the joy cons exclusive, you're making the entire package exclusive. And I get that, that I don't know. I, I, part of me wonders like, okay, so, so if I was like rich, and just had all the money for days. Yes, I would just go out and buy every single iteration of games that I like. You know, if I'm like, oh, I love Diablo three. Okay, I'm gonna get the Diablo three Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, or you know, what was the what was the one that came out in Japan only the uh, the Monster Hunter? Yeah, yeah, which looked uh, pretty Switch. sweet. Like, look really. Cool. So it's like I I get that, but the average person I don't think is just going out and buying 
their favorite Switch bundle, especially once they already have a Switch. Um, I get that if you're planning to buy a second one and that one just happens to be out at the time you're looking for one, cool, you lucked out and everything lined up properly for you. Or your first one, you know? Yeah, but the average person, I think, can drop 60 bucks, 80 bucks, whatever these Joy-Con bundles are. Um, Like, I, I, okay, so I bought the gray ones originally. Mm-hmm. And then my next set of Joy Cons was oh man, I don't even remember. Hold on, uh, I bought the Splatoon ones from Play Asia, which were actually the opposite watermelon melon color than the ones we got in the U.S. So then later on they dropped like the again the opposite. I don't know. I have two pinks and I have two greens, so it's like right. I can <laughs> mix, mix and match at my whim. You know, fancy. depending on my mood. So fancy. I know. Um, and then I also have the red ones. Like Mel said, I had to go to play Asia and and get the the dark red ones because I didn't buy the Mario pack because I'm like, I'm not going to drop 300 bucks for dark red ones. OK, I'll drop 80 bucks for dark red ones. And especially since I had no interest in Mario Odyssey. Boo me later at idestinot.com or wherever it is, <laughs> wherever people find me. That's where you can find me um the kids is uh ad name now yeah um i'm gonna change that in about five minutes so um but yeah so i don't get it i don't get why only the bundles i i get that it's a can be a potential system seller but like once i have a system i'm not just gonna go out and buy more switches because like i would love to get the diablo 3 one but i feel like that could have been that could be a sticker i buy in about two weeks on ebay yeah yeah yeah, you're right. We're gonna this is this is our talking section, so we're gonna get we're gonna get right into it. Here we go. We're gonna talk about Joy Cons. That's where we're gonna keep going here. So I I, th- I was thinking about this too. Like the the Monday morning, this Diablo thing dropped, and I'm like, okay, let's say they had made I mean, well look, let's look at the Splatoon bundle that came out. They released it when the game launched, it had a a bundle, it had new joy cons that nobody had seen yet. And then eventually they came, uh, they came to market, right? Like just by themselves. And then the pro controller had matching grips of the joy cons and it was cool. Like that was cool. You, you, there was, it was timed. You couldn't get those joy cons unless you imported them. Right. Otherwise Mm -hmm. it was just a, it was just a, like a timed exclusive thing. And then eventually they, they put them out in stores that's what I think they could still do. Just give it time. Like if somebody's super into Diablo and there's exclusive joy cons and it's got the artwork, like I feel like they could do, I feel like it's a missed opportunity, not adding one more thing. And like crawler is saying in the chat, he's like, he passed on the Mario bundle because the game was digital, right? Like he, he Mm -hmm. wanted to have a physical copy of the game. So that's also, um, that could be a deal breaker for some people, some people not, but like, you know, if this, if the Diablo three special edition had come out and had like just black joy cons or like a really sweet orange or something like that, I probably would have gone with that over, over the smash one, just because the, the joy cons alone are the, the most appealing thing for me. Even to sell the smash ones later though, right. With just those, the goofy white lines on it. Like if the, if Mm-hmm. it's it's just it's the white out it's yeah like it's just masking tape it's like a diy project you know so it it just seems i don't know i don't and like part of me is thinking and i hope this isn't the case 
there, there was the, the kind of the rumors about the new, the, uh, you know, upgraded switch or whatever. Like I hope uh, if that doesn't mean the case, I hope, I hope all we see is just an upgraded tablet that still takes the existing joy cons and they're not trying to just like dump off the rest of what is, you know, is the switch. Yeah. And then here comes, here comes the new, the new Nintendo switch, right? Like, don't. New Joy-Con Plus. Oh, don't, don't. 4K Rumble. Don't do this. Don't do this, you know. So I think it would be weird if they did that, and that would be a first, because even though Xbox and Sony kind of started the whole revision thing, I mean, well, I'm not going to say they started it, but, you know, this generation, they have the Pro and the whatever. They, they have three the, versions of the, of the same console, basically, in less than six years. Yeah. But I mean, I can use the same controllers across all right. of them, right? That's true. I can use the same peripherals. Um, yeah, I mean, Nintendo did it all the way back on the NES. The NES had the top loader that you could still mm-hmm. use the same controllers. You know, Super Nintendo, same thing. Uh, the 64 got different colors, but that was it. There wasn't a, it wasn't a model design. They shouldn't change that one. Yeah. yeah, they had the one Pikachu. You could get the Pikachu one that was a different shape. Um, GameCube yeah. just was colors. There was not a, you know, it went from indigo and black, and then they added a silver, and then I believe the, uh, what was it, like uh, atomic orange or something in Japan? Um, spice. Spice. Yeah, there you go. Cheese. Cheese. Yeah. And then, uh, you know, the Wii ended up getting that little red slim one, and the Wii U, of course, was like we're not, you don't even get a second model. <laughs> this is what you get. You get the switch. The switch is the second model. So let, I mean, don't get me wrong to the, the Xbox 360 and the PS3, I think kind of really kicked off the whole, it's different, but it's not. The only thing that was different was the internals until they went to the slim version. And even then the internals were different. Cause like Xbox had a 50% failure rate when they first came out with the 360. They yeah. like had to change the internals yeah. because otherwise they would have like, there's just, it was already a catastrophe. It's like, okay, the only way we don't literally, they were that situation where it's like, okay, we are literally at the bottom with this thing. We can only go up from here, no matter what we do. Like, right. so they had to do something um, uh, to, to talk about, like if there is going to be a new switch, I kind of feel like that's the direction they're going to go. Uh, usually what they've done in the past, like Xbox and, and, uh, and, uh, mm-hmm. PlayStation. Yeah. They, they, they'll put like a, a more power efficient chip in there. Um, and they'll, or they'll put a processor that's actually more powerful, but then they down clock it. So that puts out less heat, um, you know, more efficient Ram. And I think especially for the switch, if you start putting more power efficient parts in there, that just means better battery life. Mm-hmm like right off the bat as a, as a byproduct. So that sounds beautiful to me. Yeah. And I mean, even, <laughs> I think maybe even the screen will be more, even if it's still 720p, it'll just be more power efficient. You know, it'll, it'll draw less power. Um, so I, I don't think this new switch model that they're talking about is going to be like, Oh, the switch pro. I, I personally think it's just going to be more efficient, which even if they use the exact same battery is going to be now, you know, instead of going four hours, it can go six hours on the exact same charge on the exact same game. Yeah. Um, Sounds so good. Uh, Mel, <laughs> did you play um, the missing handheld or mainly Doc? I played entirely handheld. Oh, I should have mentioned earlier. Like, I did have a little stutter, but it was like loading mm-hmm. between like the new section. It wasn't like doing the gameplay. It wasn't doing like the cutscenes. You know. It was, okay. 
Because I played mainly, fog, you know, yeah, like, like with the effects. Yeah, I played mainly docked. This game will melt your switch. Like the fan was going full blast on this thing. <laughs> so, um, so that's because this game is a. I think it's a port. I don't think they built it on the plate on the uh, switch because mm. this game came out on every console plus the PC, which I still mm. might buy it on because if I were to make any gripe about the missing. Um, I would just say it's the texture quality, mm. but that's such a minute thing. Like this isn't like I said before, this isn't the type of game you would play for like intense graphics. Um, but yeah, there was compromises, and I think with a more efficient system that's not melting your switch, um, you get longer battery life. Maybe they could push the graphics like that little bit more because they know it's not going to overheat. Um. But to get back onto the topic of uh, the Switch uh, or the the Joy Cons, yeah, I think I don't know. I think they need to step up their Joy Con game. It's just kind of fun. I mean, some people like collect them, you know. Like it just some people uh, being you. <laughs> I mean, even like this is maybe a little bit extreme, but like I'm holding the I'm holding a, a Joy Con right now. This is just that D pad one that has the Zelda artwork on it and stuff. But mm-hmm. like, it, even if even if it was just the dra- the gray Joy-Con, but they put the Smash logo in the top of the uh, analog stick for the Smash version, that would have been cooler. That would have just been something something different, you know? Right now, it's just kind of like, yeah, yeah, it's different, but like, when I hand that, when I hand the right one off and there's just like a white stripe at the bottom, it's like, what? Hmm. What is this? Like, you know, and I, my, only, my only thought is maybe it's going to match with like the power a controller that they're going to make the power a grip, you know, that will complete the <laughs> complete the logo for you. But like, come on, really? Like it just it just it just okay. seems weird. It seems like yeah, a miss. Put, like, the mask on. like day one, like a launch. I'm just like, hey, I got the smash. Well, uh, yeah. I'm going to show them off. Like, wow, you really bought that now? I'm like, no. Good <laughs> money for that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I would like to to go a little bit more in the direction of like collectibles um like we were just talking about diablo 3 diablo 3 like if you look at the original cover for the game it's like matte black with like this this three streaks on it for the three it's got the diablo logo but then on the collector's edition it was like uh almost like these skulls kind of Mm. but like like almost like those skulls were behind like like a plastic kind of it wasn't a a hundred percent defined i see um like if what if the controllers were like those skulls like totally almost unplayable like you're like this i can't hold these he's like, cause <laughs> like it's so like you know in the the dra- the uh what not the dragon age um the monster hunter ones what if those were like like dragon scales or something like that like like i can't use these like but they look awesome i'll hang them on I my wall that. <laughs> yeah, yeah like, i would rather like uh like uh there wasn't even for gamecube controller like that big <laughs> okay that was totally unplayable but um yeah you know it was more of like a showpiece right like i could put that especially if you're one of those gamers it's like i need to skate the line between i love gaming and i still need to have friends um you could put that out on your table and someone's like what is that ah oh, it's a movie prop <laughs> so his buttons uh, on it yeah it's like don't never mind that let's drink beer so yeah um but no, I, I I would like them to go more that route. Even the Smash one, instead of just having like a easy printed on, what if what if it was the exact same symbol, but it was like like indented embossed instead? Just just something to give it that little extra. Yeah, just to step it up. You know, as opposed to just hey, we silk screen this on real quick. 
Yeah. Mm, okay. Or like what I wanted is the pro controller has white grips on it. So Splatoon mm. had matching grips to the joy cons. Like, let's keep that. Let's, let's keep that going, you know, but yeah. no, no, no such luck. So, but all right. Well, Hey, we, we, I can't, we, we, we go long. This is crazy. Let's, uh, let's wrap this I thing up. Bedtime. Uh, M- Mel's where can people find you? That's good. That's going to be your best bet. But I actually chit chat, all that fun stuff. All right. Destinot. Uh, for the next five minutes, you can find me on at I on Twitter. And uh, good luck finding my name in Discord. If you can find my name, uh, most people already know what it is. Change it again. <laughs> yeah, it, it probably be changed before this one goes. Yeah, on. yeah. It's always some. Um, if you can read my name, but it also rhymes with Destinot, that's yeah, it's probably me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes it's like Dunkin' Donut. You know, like you mean Dunkin' Hot right now? Yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Actually, like you, that li- one. you like it. <laughs> All right, guys, if you want to follow me on Twitter, it's at N64Josh. Hey, I'm going to do something kind of fun on my Instagram. I've been trying to figure out a way to incorporate it into the show. And so what I'm going to do is every day I'm going to post a picture of a game from my collection. And if you're following me, I want you to leave a comment on the photo if you have any kind of memories tied to that game. And what I'm going to do is go through those comments. And on the Thursday show, I'm going to read uh, some of the comments, you know, if it was, you know, just kind of cool, like taking, taking a trip down memory lane, that kind of stuff. So there will be, um, and this is going to range from, from NES, Super Nintendo, Game Boy, all the above, like everything. And it may even be some new, like there may even be some Switch titles and stuff too. Like it's just going to be a Nintendo game of some kind every day on my Instagram. And it's at N64Josh. So you can check that out if you would like. Um, you can follow this show at the N Powercast. The show notes for this episode will be n64josh.com slash npc137. If you want to email the show, it's npc at n64josh.com. Remember, if you want to get yourself a free book from Audible, go to audibletrial.com slash npc. The chair I'm sitting in from OPC, go to n64josh.com slash opc. You'll automatically save $10 at checkout, and there's free shipping right now, so don't miss that. Um, I do have a Patreon if you want to get yourself an extra podcast for just a dollar go to patreon.com slash n64josh come and hang out in our discord lots of good people we've had good times playing splatoon rocket league fortnite um, smash bros just it, the the community is growing and it's a lot of really friendly and fun people so that's uh n64josh.com slash discord is your invite if you are on facebook and you like to use facebook um n64josh.com slash facebook group is is there i i'll be honest i don't get in that group very often because i don't even have the facebook app on my phone because I just, I don't like Facebook all that much. But if you're there and you want to talk with other people in the community, there are a handful of people there hanging out. Um, Lastly, if you are enjoying the show and you want to rate and review on iTunes, we would greatly appreciate that. Thank you so much. Uh, Chat, everybody that's here, Wave Tsunami, Riven, Pudding, Nightcrawler, anybody that's just lurking. Guys, thank you so much for being here with us. If you're listening to the audio version of this, thank you so much. If you're on YouTube, thank you so much. We appreciate it. And uh, if you guys have a second you know, share this with somebody. We'd really, really appreciate it. And, uh, that's it. Another long one, another long one, another hour, hour and 20 minutes. So we'll see you guys. Uh, we'll see you guys on Thursday. Bye now. You didn't shut out little girl scooter. Shh.